Welcome back to the Disco, the FDA's drug information soundcast in clinical oncology from the Oncology Center of Excellence. We are located in Silver Spring, Maryland, and during our soundcast, we discuss recent FDA approvals of cancer drugs and therapies. We hope this information will help you in better understanding these approvals and how new drugs and therapies are benefiting cancer patients. I'm Dr. Abhi Nair, a medical oncologist at the Oncology Center of Excellence, and I'm joined by my colleague, Dr. Sanjeev Bala, also a medical oncologist and a clinical team leader at FDA. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Today in the disco, we will discuss the approval of sunitinib marketed as Sutin for the adjuvant treatment of adult patients who are at high risk for the development of recurrent renal cell carcinoma following a nephrectomy. Just to remind the listeners, sunitinib was already approved in January of 2006 for the treatment of advanced renal cell carcinoma, and this recent approval moves it to an earlier line of treatment in this disease. Sanji will now give us a background on adjuvant treatment of renal cell carcinoma. Thanks, Abhi. Patients with renal cell carcinoma who have large tumors or lymph node positive disease are at high risk of recurrence following surgical resection. For patients with node-positive disease, five-year disease-specific survival ranges from 0 to 32%, so there's an unmet need for adjuvant options that can reduce this risk. Until now, there were no FDA-approved adjuvant treatment options for high-risk patients with renal cell carcinoma after surgical resection. Abhi, let's dig into the data. Let's hear about the trial that led to approval. Sutin was approved for this indication based on the results of the multi-center international double-blind placebo-controlled trial called ESTRAC. ESTRAC was conducted in 615 patients with a high risk of recurrent renal cell carcinoma following a nephrectomy. How did they define the population at high risk of recurrence? Sanjeev, high-risk patients were defined as T3 to 4, node-negative to NX disease, or node-positive clear cell carcinoma patients. These patients were randomized 1 is to 1 to receive 50 mg of sunitinib once daily, 4 weeks on treatment followed by 2 weeks off, or placebo. I think we're ready to hear those trial results. Sure. Median disease-free survival for patients taking sunitinib was 6.8 years compared with 5.6 years for patients receiving placebo for a statistically significant hazard ratio of 0.76. At the time of disease-free survival analysis, overall survival data were not mature. Abhi, I recall that this application was discussed in an Oncologic Drugs Advisory Committee meeting in September 2017. What was the main issue discussed at the ODAC? Sanjeev, the main item discussed was how the results of the S-TRAC study differed from another trial called the ASSURE that failed to detect an improvement in disease-free survival in this disease setting. In ASSURE, the hazard ratios for the comparison of sunitinib and placebo were 1.02 for disease-free survival and 1.17 for overall survival, favoring placebo. No difference in overall survival has been observed in ESTRAC. During the ODAC, FDA highlighted that the differences in patient population and sunitinib dose prevented a conclusion regarding differences in the results of ESTRAC and ASSURE. But ESTRAC did demonstrate a statistically significant and substantial difference in disease-free survival. Disease-free survival as an endpoint in the adjuvant setting was also discussed during the ODAC, and FDA noted that the magnitude of benefit seen in disease-free survival here was similar to that seen in other adjuvant approvals. All right, what safety findings appeared during the conduct of the S-TRAC trial? So no new safety signals were identified for the use of sunitinib in the adjuvant setting, but data on long-term toxicities is limited. 28% of patients permanently discontinued sunitinib in the S-TRAC trial and 61% required a dose reduction or interruption. So, although the toxicity of one year of sunitinib was substantial, it may be acceptable in patients who are at a high risk of recurrence. Detailed safety information is available in the product label. 
This is an interesting new option for the adjuvant treatment of patients at high risk of recurrence after resection of renal cell carcinoma. Based on the data, patients and prescribers should have a detailed discussion of the pros and cons of this choice along their treatment path. Abhi, can you summarize the three main takeaway points from this disco? Sure, Sanjeev. The three main takeaway points are, one, sunitinib is approved for the adjuvant treatment of adult patients at high risk of recurrent renal cell carcinoma following an nephrectomy. Two, the approved dose is 50 mg orally once daily, four weeks on treatment followed by two weeks off for nine six-week cycles. It can be taken with or without food. And three, the toxicity profile of sunitinib was similar to that seen in the advanced renal cell carcinoma setting and prescribers need to weigh these risks against each patient's potential benefit. You can find more details in the prescribing information which is also online at Drugset FDA. For a transcript with a link to the prescribing information and the multidisciplinary team of FDA experts who conducted this review, visit the FDA Oncology Center of Excellence DISCO website at fda.gov DISCO. And so do our listeners. Are there other FDA Oncology drug approvals that you want to hear about? Leave us your questions and comments on Twitter at FDA Oncology or send us an email. Our email address is fdaoncology at fda.hhs.gov. I'm Sanjeev Bala. Thanks for joining us at this episode of The Disco. And until next time at The Disco, I'm Abby Nair. Bye.